Service Podcasts are proudly hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet, simplecast.com. Oh my god. Hello. I love our intro song so much. I do too. It makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to GTFO Radio. My name is Allison Lane. And I am Paige Plissner. Today is December 21st. Actually, it's the first day of winter. Did you oh, know that? Winter, winter solstice. solstice. <laughs> <laughs> winter solstice. Uh, yeah, it's the first official day of winter. Um, if you're here in Washington, D.C., I think it's a balmy 40 to 50 degrees. It's outside. not too bad. It's fucking nice. Uh, Allison is actually wearing shorts with I tights am. on. So. I am wearing shorts with tights on. But the funny thing about these shorts is I'm on my fitness kick right now. Oh, okay? yeah. I'm feeling myself. You look good. Don't Girl, worry. These shorts <laughs> I bought this summer when my butt was bigger. <laughs> And they did not fit, and I was hella sad. And I was like, yo, bitch, I'm going to keep these, and I'm going to wear them in December. Yeah. Look at me now. She's toned. I got goals. Very Amen. Toned. <laughs> well, on that note, um, welcome to GTFO Radio, where we talk pop culture, politics, and, you know, all the bullshit that we're interested in. Uh, today we have... Kardashian uh, news. Kardashian news. Net neutrality news. Got a little update. The GOP tax reform news. <laughs> And our favorite segment, Mentiras y Mierdas. We talk about bullshit and lies. Uh, about Christmas. Christmas. Yes. We are highlighting Christmas, Christmas. in that segment. Uh, if you are listening, well, you're probably here in the Line Hotel um, right now. Uh, it's almost Christmas time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A big old whatever for me because I, I barely <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Are you excited for Christmas, Paige? Um, yeah, I'm excited. Aw, that's I'm, sweet. I'm just excited to give the uh, presents that I got for people. You are such a wonderful person. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to give you your gift. Stop it. Yeah. Aww. What if I just pulled it out right now and just <laughs> I just start crying? Because I would. Uh, No, I didn't bring it. It actually just came in the mail today, so (laughs) I have to wrap it. Aww. Um, Stop it. Well, I guess we should get into this. There's no segue from because that was really sweet. Well, um, Khloe Kardashian. Yes. Just given news, she has expecting a great gift from her belly. She (laughs) is. In the style of Mary Magdalene, she has announced Immaculate Conception. Mm. Um. Khloe Kardashian of the famous Kardashian family um, has been in a relationship with a a black basketball player for a certain amount of time. (laughs) 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 And uh, now they are expecting child. Um, How how long has she been pregnant? It's been a while. There's speculation on the Twitter machine. Didn't they say something in September 1st, but they didn't really like... Make yeah. an official announcement. But it was really confusing because I definitely thought it was her sister, the other one. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure <laughs> Allison got them all confused, which I actually, when I read Khloe Kardashian, I was like, oh, the youngest one? Yeah. <laughs> which it isn't. 
Um, but technically she... Wait, no, she's not. No. Because Rob's the youngest Kardashian. Like actual Kardashian. Actual not Kardashian. Not the, not the Jenner. Kardashian-Jenner clan. Clan. Um, yeah. Their family is confusing. Also, uh, I'm surprised what this Tristan Thompson... Yes. ...is the partner of choice for this Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> I thought she was still married to Lamar Odom. Yeah. That's which I was like, this is really confusing. Oh, we right? obviously don't keep up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> We're very bad at this. I, uh, oh, so he's a basketball, a Canadian professional basketball player for the Cleveland Cavaliers. For the Cavs. Oh, Ohio. Yes, Ohio. Is that the same team as... Um, LeBron James. Yes, that's his oh, team. Oh man, sports ball. Um, <laughs> wow. I so Tristan's actually twenty six, and Khloe Kardashian is thirty three. So, yeah, good on her. You know, that's kind of the move these days. Yeah. Did you? Uh, that's so Vogue. I don't know. Well, I'm I I'm like very loosely interested in those. Yeah. So congratulations. <laughs> um, they have. A lot of money, so they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we could also go into, I mean, a story I did not research about how um, women are having more, what, more problems <laughs> with giving birth in the United States. I am tired. It's okay. I am tired. Okay. I, am so I did not know where you were going with that. I didn't so I know how I was going to segue in. It was not going to work. <laughs> But you know what the beauty of podcasting is? You can try shit, and then there'll be an episode next week, and you'll forget that I fucked up right now. <laughs> um, it's fine. Yeah, I've heard that. I uh, don't know too much about it. Uh, I can speculate that our health care system is obviously failing us, um, and you Which- never see rich people in emergency rooms. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. That's probably it. There, there you go. There you go. All right, we're going to take a break. When we're back, we're going to get into net neutrality. Wonderful. Yo, who do believe? When the one you drop, every girl I went and go pandemic talk. Party to knock me and me friends them non-stop. Every girl I went and go pandemic talk. No. Watch me and wine up me body, this one's called Wine Up by Jubilee off her record After Hours on Mix Pack. We'll be right back. Hey. Oh my gosh. Love that song. That Jubilee. was pretty dope. Jubilee, we love you. I, I was just introduced to her right now. She's amazing. Where the fuck is she from? She lives in New York. She sounds really Brooklyn. Nice. Well, yeah. she's from Miami. She's um. She's a Miami girl. Yeah, we played a show with her here. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, I think it was last year, but she's been she played in DC a while. Not to be confused with the local DC Jubilee, who is not the same. That's who I thought it was. No, they are not. They're different people. They are different people. Anyways, anyways, so net neutrality, FCC voted to get rid of the is it Title II rules 
and we go back to Title One rules, which basically it's that the internet is no longer a utility. So it's not protected the same way that we protect uh, people's access to water, um, electricity, basic necessities that we have deemed, I'm sorry, services that we have deemed necessary for everyday life. Yes, and I believe we talked about this on the show last week. We did. Um, And now that it's passed, now what? Now what? That's the big question. Um, So it's not entirely clear, you know, which is such a shitty answer to hear because you don't want to hear that. Um, But ultimately, nothing's going to happen for a few months. Yeah. Nothing can happen immediately. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing happened overnight. Um, We there was this issue of the fraudulent comments that the FCC used to kind of prove that they Mm -hmm. had a lot of public support which they, in fact, did not. I actually looked up my name to see if it um, was being used. Was it? And I looked up my dad's name, who was deceased. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was not used, but, you know, there's a database you can search just to see if your name was being used Oh, my gosh. Do you know what database that was? Or um, You can look at, if you, like, Google search, FCC comments, search then it should pop up. Yeah. Which is still not even a relevant like argument for the FCC to make uh, to claim that it was, they were just in repealing um, title two. I think there was an overwhelming majority of people who did not uh, support this movement whatsoever. Uh, Bipartisan as well. Both Republicans and Democrats were not in favor of, the repeal of net neutrality. Yep. It's incredibly depressing. It is. It's so depressing. <laughs> we were actually doing our outline for the show today and we just kind of had a realization that <laughs> if we're, the news this year has just been so overwhelmingly depressing, life, life crushing, soul searching what are you supposed to do with this information? You're almost a little bit helpless and, and, and crippled, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's something that's, um, I don't know what the correct term is, but there's, you know, this, like, information fatigue that we're all experiencing. You know, with the age of technology and us being able to read news instantly and a lot of it, or however much we want, you know, you have a choice to read or not read, um, what's ended up happening is we end up reading just like headlines and not clicking on actual articles and reading the content, uh, which is how you get like the clickbait news. And then you don't really, you know, the title's misleading. Yeah. Um, which is not a good way to get your news, guys. But From headlines only? Yes. It's not a good way to get your news, but I mean, that's the way that we are living right now. I think that's definitely contributing to our anxiety. I I honestly hate titles of most articles now. Yeah. Everything on Twitter stresses me out. Yes, this is true. So with um, uh, net neutrality being repealed, Mm -hmm. um, what we'll see is something called zero rating, which is when these internet service providers like Comcast, 
say they have their um, own like television, they're like Xfinity online television shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they start calculating like which websites are using and how much data you're using from those websites or as a result of using those websites, um, that'll get like counted towards your allowance, say, of internet usage. And if you are using their, if you're using Comcast Xfinity television services, they'll see how much you're using their content, but they won't count it towards your allowance of um, internet usage. Wait, what? <laughs> what the? <laughs> so I'm this so is, it's okay. That just means that I didn't explain it correctly. All right. So. There's this thing called zero rating, which was a problem that we had with uh, repealing net neutrality to begin with was that these internet service providers can um, determine which websites you're allowed to go to, how much bandwidth they allocate for you to use specific websites. Is that happening now? Um, They can start doing this now. Okay, that's what I was confused about. Uh, So that's something that you could start seeing more recently now that it's been repealed is the zero rating which is if you use let's say you have comcast wi-fi internet and then you use comcast television streaming services on that wi-fi then however much you use they're not going to you know penalize you broadband with wise for using it but if you're like just using youtube then they're going to count that towards how much internet usage you're using because it's not theirs fuck them yeah it's pretty shitty so yeah (laughs) stay tuned for what's gonna happen in the coming months but isn't there also a piece of legislature that still needs to pass with within congress I feel like that's a thing. <laughs> Again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still confused, honestly, what happens next in net neutrality. There's so many articles that are like, well, like, there's still a chance that your senators can... Well, it's like, really up to the companies happen. to start deciding how they're going to, uh, like, have control, how they're going to control their internet that they give to, that the public, like, pays them for. I think the courts, too, though, no? I think the you're courts right. still... I think, I think yeah. there's, like, one more... Last There's hand, another step. But it doesn't, so, doesn't sound too hopeful. Yeah, so the next thing that's probably going to happen um, is people can appeal to the lower courts to get it overturned, um, especially when it comes to uh, the internet service providers interfering with um, like statewide legislation. That's mm-hmm. like really costly and hard to do though. But so wait a minute, didn't isn't there a clause in the net neutrality repeal that says that states cannot interfere with the ruling? I think that was with Title Two and with Title One they actually can, which is something that states are going to use, but it's going to be really hard. Okay. I think this is terrible. (sighs) This is so depressing. You know what this reminds me of? Remember last year uh, after the election, immediately people are like, well, you know what? There's this one really crazy rule that was used one time in 1774 that the president can, like, not be, you know, sworn in if, like, 
45 senators agree to do this and like do jumping jacks on their birthday and like all this other crazy shit. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like an impossible, incredibly difficult motion. Well, that is the the art of politics. Uh, (laughs) There is a congresswoman who is trying to um, overturn this new FCC ruling by saying, by getting, it's supposed to be like a bipartisan agreement where they have it open and they can't, I don't remember. They can't um, uh, like scale back on the like bandwidth that they give to customers, but they can raise rates based on how much data you want. So she's trying to negotiate with the corporate. Yeah, but it's not which is like not gonna work. yeah. She doesn't. She's a Democrat. She doesn't have like that much support for it. So it's just it's like <laughs> it's not really going to do anything. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. So, like, what can we do? Besides, I guess, just sit and wait. Yeah, you just have to keep. You just gotta keep paying attention for opportunities. So we're hoping that you know next year we have more Democrats in Congress, and that's you know go vote for Democrats. So that's November (laughs) eighth. <laughs> next year, You're like putting your calendar. So go vote next year. Uh, get this. I'm so depressed. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> another thing is you have to pay attention. You know, uh, I know that like a lot of people didn't know that this mm-hmm. was um, that the fight on net neutrality was happening. It's like been happening, but all it's year. been happening not just this past year. I think that there was. Uh, so it was passed in what 2015. So we've kind of been fighting for it for since for the past two years. Yeah, I mean it's it's an ongoing battle. Hmm. So well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, and that note also like there's there's really good ways to help you stay abreast of these things. I get daily notifications that I ignore from Countable <laughs> <laughs> that let me know that every time that our Congress is voting on something, but it, it definitely helps you uh, stay abreast of what's happening. Yeah, I think uh, Fight for Net Neutrality is a website that you can go to that'll give you email updates regularly and give you hope. It'll they'll always say there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's take a little break. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> More Jubilee. This one JMZ interlude off the same record after hours. We'll be right back. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, we're back? We are back. Hold on. I was I was like deep into this tea. She was. It was it's really good. <laughs> Um, we got it here at the Line Hotel. We did. Very uh, good hot tea. Over at Brothers and Sisters. 
all right over there big news gop tax reform passed congress i love how cheerful you are well this episode the topics are really depressing (laughs) so just gonna you know just power through it yeah the gop tax reform tax reform so uh, what does exactly this mean? I, uh, I'm, I'm bad at the government. So what does this mean? Um, well, <laughs> it's funny because we actually have the most complicated tax system like in the entire world. Uh, like foreign people do not understand how it's so difficult <laughs> to pay money to the government. They're like, don't they want it to be easier for you? And it's like, it's like I, I don't know. Most people don't understand their taxes. So... Um, It's good to know that I'm not the only one. Yeah. Uh, So the argument from the GOP was that it'll increase the number of jobs and raise wages. So increase the number of jobs uh, by giving tax cuts to corporations and multinational corporations who operate overseas, so not just in one country. Okay. Um, And... The idea is that by making America seem more appealing to corporations, then they, uh, I guess, move here, then open up more jobs to people in the United States. I'm going to pause you just for one second. Mm -hmm. Did you say that we are trying to look uh, attractive to other countries to come here and do business? Um, Not other countries. Companies, other companies, just companies. We don't care. The idea is like it's like corporations. Like, okay, because we, we, we definitely don't like foreign people, but we do like foreign business. <laughs> I just want to make that very clear. Yeah, no, just corporations okay. and multinational corporations. Like, like Coca Cola doesn't fucking care about like where they are. Fair. They just want to know where it makes most sense for them to do business. Absolutely. Um, so there's that idea. And then I guess corporations get more money so then they can give more money to their workers, which is never the case. <laughs> that like never happens. This sounds familiar. Remember the 80s? Yeah. Uh, the trickle down effect? No, uh, exactly. That didn't trickle anywhere? Exactly. Hmm. And if anything, it just like, you know, widens the gap between classes. So. So allegedly this uh, will save middle class families money up front initially. So further down the line, it will cost uh, middle class families tremendously. It so it depends on how you want to file your taxes and how you normally do. So there's a standard deduction you can take, which um, I forgot what it used to. Be. I think it was like six thousand dollars, and now it's like twelve thousand dollars. Damn. Um, and you could do that instead of. So if you just were like, I don't want to figure out how many deductions I can take. I'm just going to go with the standard deduction and be done with it. Yeah. Or you could be like, okay, well, I had these expenses that I'm going to list out. And An show, itemized deduction? Yes. So then you have your itemized deductions. And you are supposed to take whichever one is 
bigger. Okay. Um, they got rid of a lot of itemized deductions. So, yeah. It That's like, super depressing. <laughs> well, it depends because, you know, since they got rid of all these, a lot of the itemized deductions, then you're like probably going to take the standard deduction, right? Should, right? Um, yeah. And for most people, your income tax is going to go down. So you'll see like an immediate effect in your paycheck. And they're touting this as like you'll get oh, what did what did it say like two thousand dollars more like American families like middle class America. That's like if you have like two kids. Two thousand dollars more a year or two thousand dollars more a month. A year, I think. Okay, two thousand dollars more a year does. Yes, a year. <laughs> All right, so let's just say I have two children. I have a family. We have a home. Our rent is, our rent, our mortgage is probably around, what, 22, on average, let's say, 22,000? What, 22,000? 2,200, because that's entirely too much, 22,000. 2,200 a month. $2,000 a year ain't going to do shit for me if I have two kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's basically what I'm getting at because those motherfuckers need to eat. So from what I gathered overall, if you are, let's say you're like an average millennial, you're not married, don't have kids, you don't make more than $40,000 a year, you're not going to really see much of a difference over the next few years. Not at all. Um, and if you're in the lowest tax bracket, so the poorest of the poor, um, you might actually end up paying a little bit more. There were no income tax de uh, deductions for them. So there was no protection for them? No. At all? No. I mean, not to mention also that they, in order to pay for these spending, for these tax cuts, these tax cuts, or these taxes is what, our government uses to like spend on programs and like how the government functions. A lot of programs were cut. Yes. Not to mention the fact that the IRS itself has been having tax cuts and they're talking about cutting more uh, budget, sorry, budget cuts from the IRS. And last time that they did a tax overhaul, they were given more money to compensate for the fact that they're going to have to do these changes. And they're not doing that this time. And it's something that could, you know, it, it could, like, cripple the entire system. Their computers and their programs are from, like, the 60s. <laughs> like, they can't handle <laughs> shit like this. So being from the 60s, it doesn't, like, account for uh, the evolution of our society and our common everyday needs. I mean, there is the argument that, like, uh, you know, like, the laws in which how we dictate like how Americans like our standard of living isn't up to par. It doesn't like <laughs> it's not up to par to who, who are we comparing ourselves to just like in general, it doesn't take into account how like Americans are like actually living. So like there's like a lot of really poor people and we're like kind of not accounting for the f fact that there are like super poor people and we're like 
cutting back on programs that help them. Yeah. Like poverty in America is. I think this country is incredibly delusional on how poor it is. Like, (laughs) I think we have some of the lowest literacy rates of uh, any developed country. We have a huge poverty issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, children the inf- are starving. The infrastructure is not great. Our too. infrastructure is trash. <laughs> we still don't have universal health care, and we will literally never have it at this point. <laughs> so, what else are you going to cut out? Are we going to tax oxygen now, or is that is that on the? I guess that would not be reform. That would be another law. Well, you want to know what they put what what they put in this tax bill? Please tell me. So they got rid of the Affordable Care Act mandate, which was the which uh, like completely undermines the whole system of the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they do? Well, so it's, this goes into effect in 2019, so you won't be required to have health insurance. and You won't get penalized if you don't. Okay. Which means that um, these insurance companies that were giving out, you know, reasonable policies for insurance were able to make those numbers mm-hmm. because they knew that they would get a certain amount of money from the mandate does that make sense that does make sense okay (laughs) i know i'm looking at you wide-eyed because i'm just like that's so ridiculous i just keep thinking of people who have like who are sick no i know you know people are sick people who have children every day they have to just be shit on yeah and worry and they're just fed all these lies and like where do you find hope and and wanting to continue to support this country (laughs) yeah (laughs) um they also snuck in um the uh now you're allowed to drill in the arctic wildlife refuge (laughs) how many polar bears are left (laughs) we're gonna go with 50 (laughs) how many arctic polar bears left well later to them that's Arctic drilling? Yes. Did we really need that much more oil? What is Tesla doing? Why can't we just get rid of this? Well, it's not really that. I mean, what are our like consumption for? of oil like dictates stability in the Middle East in some reaching way. <laughs> it's really complicated. Everything is so complicated. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's take a little break. Yes. And we're gonna come back with a positive topic. Christmas. <laughs> This one's called Field Trip World from Rec Tech. We're coming right back. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my gosh. Welcome to Mentiras y Mierdas. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Oh my gosh. I did not have sexual relations. So it's a time for lies and shit, guys. Well, I like this. I forgot what that sounded like. So, um, this week on Mentiras y Mierdas, we're going to be talking about Christmas, the holiest holiday the of holiest. the year. It's also a uh, U.S. federal holiday, um, for whatever reason. So, uh, <laughs> so let's let's get started at the beginning of this. Uh, somebody's president has claimed that he is bringing back Christmas. That's one of his, you know, bigger goals this year that <laughs> he hopes to achieve. But let's get another little backstory on that. So uh, the war on Christmas, allegedly, is a thing. That was supposed to be a gunshot. Wow. It's <laughs> a laser gun. That's, that's a weird war. That's a dance uh, that is war. A, that is a strange war. Sorry. Which is not, you know, that's actually not that bad because this is a strange war since who knew that there was actually a war on Christmas? It was a future war. That's like laser gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill O'Reilly. Do you guys remember him? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, Bill O'Reilly uh, on Fox News had a show, The Bill O'Reilly Show, and he declared that there was a war on Christmas. Ooh, let's revisit that. Bill O'Reilly, that's the dude from the Cameron thing, right? Well, over the years, we've taken on the role of protecting the federal holiday of Christmas. As you know, there are some Americans who are offended by any reference to Jesus Christ. And that's what the USA celebrates on December 25th, the birth of the baby Jesus. President Grant signed the holiday into law after Congress passed legislation in 1870 acknowledging the country's Judeo-Christian tradition. And so, Americans officially got the day off from work. Now, everything was swell up until about 10 years ago when creeping secularism and pressure groups like the ACLU began attacking the Christmas holiday. They demanded, demanded. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I am so over it. So, first of all, let's... <laughs> Start with the beginning of what he said. Whatever president that was that declared <laughs> Christmas a federal Judeo-Christian holiday and accepting summer value is not entirely true. Christmas was written as a federal holiday because it's something that was generally accepted that people celebrate, not necessarily acknowledging its Christian moral uh, whatever. Yeah. It's it's that's just not true. Also, uh, since he's so big on United States and shit, uh, there's a separation of church and state yeah. that we uphold. It's in our fucking constitution. So that's not something that we were celebrating, right? Uh, at so all. I think the idea of people being like like offended by Jesus isn't totally true. It's more the idea that on um, like in public schools and government buildings that there should not be Christian uh, relics re- related to Christmas. I because oh, yeah, he's about, he's about to make this point. Ready? Here, let's <laughs> let him tell it. <laughs> the word Christmas be removed from advertising and public displays, and many people caved into that. 
So now we have the happy holidays syndrome. Syndrome? What is interesting this year is that Hanukkah. I hate that. So people were mad because they say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. It's Our, basically the far right's sort of, it's a faux war on morals and it's a faux war on uh, the threat of losing Christianity and uh, a fear of America changing its values. Yes. So they, they tied it deeply to religion, which I think, didn't like the Nazis do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this is like a tactic that has been used <laughs> several times throughout history. We recreate this like faux hysteria developed around religious morals and a fear of losing some sort of nationalism. Yeah, I mean, that's and how, we're like, basing it on Christmas. And this is a very, very scary thing. Like, this is how wars are started. This is how people start fighting. This is probably where we're seeing a lot of our Islamophobia coming from, a lot of where we're seeing a lot of problems with um, homophobia, a lot of problems with, you know, like we talked about last week uh, with the war and more situation where people were more concerned with the moral fiber of their candidate as averse to what his political stance was and his actual ability to perform in office. I think it stems a lot from people's war on Christmas and their uh, their just denial of reality. Yeah, I think it's a really easy crutch for people to use instead of actually like informing themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't uh, the president, wasn't there a whole issue with him saying Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holidays? Which president? The current one. Oh, I don't know him. And, Iv- and, Iv- <laughs> and Ivanka like said happy holidays instead of Christmas, like defying her father or something like that. Oh, I don't remember this happening. I try not to talk to them. So <laughs> they, <laughs> they, uh, I don't know. The funny thing about them though is that the whole, uh, the Trump family, uh, they have, their their retail line, Ivanka Ivanka's, Trump. Yeah, Ivanka Trump. Yeah, she's at Nordstrom, mm-hmm. and that other man had a huge, huge marketing campaign with Macy's. I think up until last year, uh, right around Christmas I mean, time. He made a cameo in Home Alone. I'm sorry, but yeah, you should not be watching Home Yo, Alone. This y'all want to complain about Christmas and shit, <laughs> but you really want us to buy your shit at Christmas. <laughs> I'm I'm so over them. But like yeah. Well, the funny thing is is that um the whole idea of Christmas being like so sacred uh because of the birth of Jesus, we don't actually know when Jesus was born. Not a clue. We don't know what month, don't know what day, we don't know <laughs> like, what gender. <laughs> and his mom was not a virgin. <laughs> like didn't happen. It's not a thing. <laughs> Virgins don't have babies, guys. Newsflash. <sighs> well, yeah, speaking of Christmas coming early. Actually, nobody said Christmas comes early at all. But <laughs> <laughs> we do want to reiterate that Christmas did come early for Republicans this year with this GOP tax bill. 
rich people rich people made a lot of money <laughs> yeah or stand to make a lot of money from this tax bill which kind of like goes against christmas because the corporatization of christmas is going directly to these people's pockets yes i guess yeah yeah trump's christmas present to himself and his buddies was an estimated 11 million dollars earned from uh these from this uh tax reform which is an estimate from 2005. We're basing it off of his like 2005 filings because literally he will not release his tax returns. Oh, that's right. He still hasn't done that. Mm-mm. So nobody knows how much money they have. Nope. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say. This might be our most depressing show. Yeah, it is. Let's end on a positive note. On a positive note, I am... I, you know what? This show is a Christmas present to the world. Yeah, actually, the Line Hotel just officially opened. It did. Um, and it's beautiful in here. It is beautiful in here. It is. Um, really glad to have them in the neighborhood. A yeah. lot of great restaurants in here. Yeah. They brought us coffee and tea after yeah. us. Uh, in very cool glasses. Super cool glasses. Say. It's very chic. I feel very classy in here. Um, the employee uniform jackets are so cool. <laughs> yeah. This might be the coolest hotel. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the coolest in hotel. In Washington, D.C. right now. Um, so we're very grateful to be here with full service radio. Yeah. We're, we're grateful for Jack. We are grateful for Jack. <laughs> Grateful for you. Thank Thank you. you Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. (laughs) On that note, I uh, let's get ready to get on out of here. Next week we do promise a much brighter show, as it is going to be our New Year's Eve episode. Our New Year's Eve. Yes. Probably not yours, but (laughs) yeah, we're gonna go over positives of this year. We're we're really over this negative energy right now. Yeah, we don't need to add to it. Let's let's set a precedent. Let's set ourselves up for a glow up in 2018. We're going to start with Posse Vibes, uh, highlight some women who've yeah. done wonderful things, and yes. you know, set some goals for next year. Mm-hmm. And on that note, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for BYT Radio. They're awesome. We like them a lot. Very. Thank you again. This has been GTFO Radio. I'm Allison Lane. I'm Paige Plissner. Have a wonderful day. As a reminder, all full-service radio podcasts are made available to you on your favorite podcast app, thanks to Simplecast. So if you make podcasts and you need to get them out into the world, Simplecast can help you. Simplecast.com. That's it. Bye.